exactly. Has, um, have, have any actors come up to you and be like, hey, you're the guy that's done BMXing, or hey, you're the guy yeah. from such and such? Yeah, that's happened to me on set a few times. Like, I, yeah. I have a few friends, I have a, being from California, I have a lot of friends who are actors as well. So, yeah. and I just happened to work on movies, the last two movies that they all sort of work on. So yeah. it's a little bit different for me because I'm friends with a lot of the people, right? And sometimes you'll work on crews, we'll work the same movies together. And yeah. so then you get there and you're like, oh, I know everybody. What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Tribers Podcast, one that I've been particularly looking forward to because we've managed to get Mike Escamilla on. How are you, Mike? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Yeah, yeah not bad. Good, we're yeah. good. The first, first question I've got is, so how's life in America at the minute? Because it's pretty, uh, pretty shit here. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's shit, but it's <laughs> definitely, I mean, it's not as convenient. And mm. I don't know, maybe it just makes it like other countries now. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I don't see a ton of people anyway, so that the staying away from people doesn't really affect me too much, but it would be nice to get back to work. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, okay. So back to work. What do we consider work then? For those of us, for those that, for those people who are listening in who have no idea who Mike Escamilla is, would you like to give us uh, a little bit of a background of who you are, where you come from, what you do, basically? Well, I, I've been a professional BMX bike rider for like the last twenty-five or so years, and yep. then uh, I'm also a TV host. But my main job is being a stuntman. Yeah. So okay. all Hollywood productions are on hold and stopped. So yeah, the well definitely we'll get definitely get onto that topic. Yeah, so in your so, curious, when did you on, when did you learn to ride then? How old were you when you first learned to ride? I mean, I, I start. I mean, I was a little kid when I started to ride, but when I started trying to do tricks, I was about eleven. Yeah, that's when I really started getting into it. And so, uh, what's that? How did you how did you decide to, to be like, okay, yeah, I want to be a professional BMX rider then? Was it like, you know, you just went out to the park and then just like, there yeah. Was no, there was no park back then. Okay. There was no skate parks. Uh, there was a lot of kids in my neighborhood and they all rode and we had some dirt jumps. Yeah. Um, they all kind of got out of it when they got older, uh, got cars and got you know, started getting in trouble. So then I just kept riding and then I met another pro that was like was about 10 miles away and we just rode to yeah. each other. Not another pro. I met another yeah. kid guy who ended up being pro as well, Brian Castillo. Yeah. Oh, nice. We rode together a lot. And back then, there was no skate parks. There was no anything. And, we, and there was no, there was no, it was kind of when the sport was quote unquote dead. So yeah, okay. we just rode. There was no thought of being pro. And, yeah. And there was some contests called the, um, the uh, Matt Hoffman, I don't know what it's called, Matt Hoffman bike contest. Yeah. And, uh, Sorry, I would go to those, but I mean, you would drive to Oklahoma and first place would be, be Oklahoma is about a 24 hour drive for me. Oof, wow. So you drive there and then, you know, first place would be $400. Really? So you'd literally, you could win less than it cost you to get there. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. wow. And then just, and then when the X Games started, uh, it sort of brought everything back and then it was on. So the X Games was after you starting then? Yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. My first contest was in '93, X Games. The first, very first X Games was in '95, which I wasn't in. I was hurt, and so my first one I ever entered was in '96. '96. And how did that go for you? I think I got fifth place. 
Damn, that's pretty, that yeah, good. Good. that's pretty awesome, that. So, what's the worst injury you've sustained as a result of your BMX riding? Um, Because of BMX? Yeah, yeah. It's a bit of I mean, I've, honest, like, I've, I've, I've seen, heard. I've seen a YouTube video. I've seen a YouTube video of you smashing your head against the ground, and that was yeah. not. I can't have been uh, that, so, I mean, I've had a bunch of concussions. I've had amnesia. I've like had a few head injuries that have changed my life. This finger doesn't half this hand doesn't work. It's nerve damage that I crashed. I've had okay. six knee surgeries. I need a seven. Yes. Uh, I mean, I could list off like a two minutes of injuries. I bet. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, um, broken ribs, broken legs, broken. I mean, separated shoulders over 10 or 12 separated shoulders yeah. broken elbow broken wrist broken toes broken foot broken ankle um over 100 stitches yeah um so much stuff but the yeah. worst one injury i had probably from bikes is my finger yeah. because it's been 20 years and it's still not better but yeah. my knee had taken a toll but i had an injury as well where i was doing a tv show where i got tackled by a um uh football player to see yeah. what was worse a bike crash or a a football player <laughs> and so it was like a 280 pound guy and i tore the meat it's called intercostal fracture so in my ribs i basically these are your ribs i basically tore the meat yeah, the tore, i've done that yeah. and then there's a sheath that i ripped up and around and that was like i took almost eight or nine months to heal from i just wow. like, sit it up for like three three months it was the worst pain i've ever been in, in my that life. sounds like some jackass style type of stuff yeah terrible yeah but it was like you know it was it was science which one was worse uh football i thought i mean it just depends on the crash but i mean i've had a ton of crashes and they weren't there was most of them weren't as bad as that one tackle and yeah. he hit me about 80 percent. he said i thought i was gonna sort of he's gonna hit me and i was gonna kind of go flying right yeah. yeah no it was like it was like a mac truck running over a cardboard cutout of me and so wow. like, it hit me and then it was like slow motion and then the second impact of him hit me on the ground yeah, just cool. my elbow caught me and popped my ribs it was just it was horrific cool. and then how would that, that, that to the wind that would be no doubt yeah, yeah then you say all these injuries from bike riding how do you still go back on the bike and still do it and then still do these mad tricks uh, simple lad i'm not a pussy yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just me, I'd be like, I'd be like no, um, no, I think, you know, that is a huge question. I think people always think, yeah. oh, and, and, and that's most of the time the end of people's careers or yeah. interest in a sport. They get hurt once and they're like, I'm done with that. Or yeah. they get hurt and their doctor tells them you can never do this again. I think it's just, you know, it, I think it's like anything. When you find what you're supposed to do, that's just what you're doing. To yeah. me, uh, I, I always sort of relate it to this. When you go to work, you drive to work, right? Yeah. I go to work, I drive to work, and I know that I'm going to get in three terrible car accidents every day, and that's just what happens. Yeah. And so you sort of just uh, accept that this is part of it. And, but, but it's different now because now I still ride my bike. Uh, I rode the other day. I've been riding, I don't get to ride nearly as much, but I don't choose to do things that I, that I could, I mean, I could get hurt on anything, obviously, you know, obviously. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I choose, yeah. I don't, I'm not putting myself in positions to, where I know I, this is really risky because yeah, you don't I, push the boundaries anymore. I, well, I just have a job. I don't gotta live like that no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. So, yeah. Talking of the job then, so was becoming a stuntman sort of the natural progression from from BMXing, or was it? It's what I always wanted to do. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I had an interview in '95, I think, in a magazine, and it was like I want to be a stuntman one day. Nice. Okay. So, uh, or '94, whatever it was. Um, 
Yeah, I always want to do it from as long as I can remember. Yeah, so one, of the, one of the questions from one of our listeners was, um, I think it's from Lauren, is how do you become a stuntman? So how did you go from BMXing to being it's, like, and Hollywood saying, can you come and do some stunts for us? It's yeah. really, really hard to become a stuntman. And even as I've been in it for so long, I have to work really hard to get jobs. Yeah. Uh, it's not like, I have a lot of friends who are just in it and they just get jobs, you know, but I, because I'm sort of still half out with all this other stuff, it's mm -hmm. really hard to get, get in it. But I, I had an in obviously through bike riding. So the first jobs I got were stunt doubling bike, bike people. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I needed a specific thing, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. I think my first job was a Nintendo commercial. It was directed by Spike Jones. But the second, okay. that, was, that was a stunt job, but I really kind of feel it was a bike riding job. The first stunt job I had was a show called Pacific Blue. And I was, I was like a clown, a two-headed clown. And I was doing tricks on a bike on a boardwalk. Yeah. So that's how I started getting into it. But it didn't, that was in 94, 95 or something. And then I didn't start doing other stunts and bike riding and for 10 years. I'd only, I only did bike stunts. It took 10 years. Oh, and I didn't okay. work a ton. I mean, yeah. But they, it took a long time to let someone else do me, let me do something else. And then it's just, you know, little by little by little by little. But um, it's, it's, a hard, it's, a hard, it's a hard industry because the people who are in that industry are by far the most talented humans I've ever met in my life. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, really? Yeah, they're the most talented group of people. Uh, strong, willed, mm. physically, and just uh, smart people. That's how you stay. That's how you don't get hurt. Be the smart. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, if you're in the limelight like that, you know, you've got to build some sort of level of re resilience and tolerance. You've got to be a spe special type of person to be These in These guys the train really hard, and yeah. they're yeah. really good at their job, and they're creative yeah. and smart. And, I mean, you don't realize how much of movies are better because of the stunt people involved. Like when you see a fight scene or a chase scene, those may start one way. They basically say, hey, we need a fight scene, design a fight scene, and the stunt team designs that. It's not like the, the writer can yeah. write that right. fight scene. Oh, yeah. It might be a, 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 specific, a specific thing that it has to end with, or he gets kicked through a wall, or you know what I mean? But usually the fight scene, the scene itself is designed by the stunt team all the time. And then it may have that one thing that fits the script, right? Yeah. To make it. But yeah, uh, yeah. when you see fight scenes and chase scenes and things like that, they all are designed by the stunt team and better because of the stunt coordinator because or fight coordinator or whoever designed wow. it. Wow. That's awesome. That's oh, really yeah, that's cool. cool. It's pretty yeah. crazy that, that there's no uh, Oscar for stunts. Yeah, for stunts. Yeah. I was about to say else. And this is something that people are, they're literally changing the way the movie looks, making it better, more entertaining, and they're putting their lives on the line. And there's no, yeah. it's, really, it's, really, it's really sad that the, the those performers don't get recognized. Recognized, yeah. I was going to say, one of, the, one of the things as well is, um, one of my questions is, how similar to the actor do you have to be to do you know the, the stunt man double. yeah i mean they, they got pretty good stunt doubles i mean i've doubled girls i've doubled other things that i'm not that close to but it on how <laughs> not that close to would you say a little bit close to a girl then yeah yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> they, you know, like that movie there's a movie called stick it that's a gymnastic movie that has like a bmx beginning and i i sort of they had a, a sequence and i redesigned it and then it was like me Scotty crane because i got a crane and eddie viola who doubled the girl in the beginning, but it's most yeah. like 80% me. Uh, wow. But I'm just in like a trench coat, so you can't tell anyways. You can't tell, yeah. Um, no, so as long as you're not like, you're roughly the same height and not like super massive, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but you, they, you'd be surprised, some of the stunt doubles, you, when you see them next to each other, you can't even tell they're different people. 
they really do a wow. really, they do a really good job. Yeah. Right. I mean, I've seen um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson's stunt double. <laughs> and he's yeah, they're related, I believe. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. I, I mean, the, the, it's got to be in the blood to be that big and that bold and that hench, like you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, he even got the same tattoo tattoo. Well, there you go. Wow. Yeah, really. So, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. I mean, well, it, would, wouldn't you? Yeah, true. Yeah. If you look like that, yeah. Yeah, you're gonna be the stunt double forever. You're like. Yeah, guys, I look like him. Yeah. So in the industry, then is it a very much a kind of who you know sort of level? There, like, there is for sure. It's who you know because there are plenty of people who are qualified for stuff. I mean, I kind of feel like there's different levels of stunt people, just mm -hmm. like in any industry of different levels of. And so you have a group of really talented people that will always get hired, and you have a middle group that sort of could get hired for a lot of jobs. And those mm -hmm. those ones, I feel like it's who you know, kind of. And so yeah. the stunt people kind of have these groups and they hire in their yeah. groups. Um, but yeah, but you also but, can't be an idiot. You have to be responsible and yeah, you know, of around and, you know, cause if you but, get on a run, yeah. uh, you could be on the run for, if you get on a movie, you could be on it for four or five, six months. Exactly. Wow. People want to be around people that they like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that leads on to, to the next question. Actually, we've got a question from Holly as well saying that, um, you know, do, do actors appreciate stuntmen and do, you know, do you have like a relationship with the actors as um, such? Well, really on set, you really kind of stay away from the actors. Uh, right. Think about, I, I, the way I see it is the way you look at a, a stunt person is treated kind of like a soldier on, on, mm -hmm. on set. Um, okay. we, we, have, we have more, um, how do I say this? We're, we're more than extras, obviously. And yeah. We have, but you go in, you do your job, and you get out, right? You yeah, go okay. in, you get killed, and you leave. Now, okay. I think that about ninety percent of actors really respect their stunt people. That's yeah. good. They're, they're, I have met actors who don't. They won't even mm -hmm. say hi to you. Nothing. You'll be with them next to them all day. They won't even say hi. But That's I would say ninety percent of the. But I think those people are are stuck. They they just have to grow up a little bit. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. You get to a point at some point. Everyone gets to a thing where they think they're more than more important than they are. Yeah. Uh, but I think every sort of really big, respected uh, actor or just human who's kind <laughs> realizes that this person is there to make you look better. Yeah, that's true. Better. So I think that for the most part, for the most part, uh, everyone on set, I would say 98% of the people on set are really, really great to be around. That's good. Wow. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's quite nice to have then at the same time, isn't yeah, it? It, it turns into a family. Yeah. You see yeah, every day yeah, for four or five months. You work on them every day. You see them more than you would see your family. Exactly. It's a long time, yeah, isn't well, it? Yeah, you're on set with them 12 hours, 10, 12 hours a day, sometimes 16 hours a day. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, and you trust these people with your lives sometimes. Yeah, so, yeah. exactly. Has, um, have, have any actors come up to you and be like, hey, you're the guy that's done BMXing or hey, you're the guy yeah. from such and such? Yeah, that's happened to me on set a few times. Like, I, yeah. I have a few friends. I have a being from California, I have a lot of friends who are actors as well. So, yeah. and I just happened to work on movies, the last two movies that they all sort of work on. So yeah. it's a little bit different for me because I'm friends with a lot of the people, right? And sometimes you'll work on crews, we'll work the same movies together. And yeah. so then you get there and you're like, oh, I know everybody. Yeah, It's like going okay. back to school, you know? Um, yeah. yeah, I've had a, a few actors and other stuntmen have been like, oh, I used to have like posters of you on my wall when I was a kid. Oh, I bet that's awesome to go on set. It gives you a little bit of like, because I always feel like, let me just stay out of the way. Like, do mm -hmm. my job, stay out of the way. And then, you know, just hopefully, sometimes you just feel like you're in the way. 
even though you're not. So that sort of gives a little bit of like, okay, when they look at me, they're not just looking at me like, who's this idiot? Yeah, that's true. So, that's true. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You yeah, know, they, they recognize me to where they're like, okay, that's the stunt guy, you know, or that's my, <laughs> yeah. or it just, you know, gives you a little bit of like, I, it doesn't give me any power. It gives you like an identity, or, right? Any extra thing, but it just makes, I think it's, it gives me a sense of ease yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes yeah, sense. I was going to say, how, how are the, I was going to say, like, how are the emotions? Like, before stunt, are you a bit scared? Like, this could be pretty uh, I mean, yeah. I haven't really gotten to do one that I really was super, super nervous about. They usually don't put people in stunts that is out of your so somewhat, like, skill level or pay grade or whatever. No, they know there are, there are definitely stunts that you do where you're like, every time this hurts, you're like, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? You'll uh, do again, on Guardians of the Galaxy, we the last day of filming, it was all a green screen room, and we had to we had to just we all had a number. We had these routes we had to run around on this map, and then mm-hmm. were hallways, and we're all hall inside hallways. It was like a top shot, and yeah. uh, a shot looking down at a ship, and we were running hallways, right? Like if you're running around, and yeah. you called their number, and you had to die, right? So yeah. you'd be full speed running, and you just go limp. Wow! And we did sixty four cuts. so which is fine but like you know we get through it you start you start missing pads somewhere you have hit pads in and you start getting like you start getting bruised up and so you start like oh this is gonna suck yeah (laughs) you know like you there's those that you're just like oh this isn't gonna be as fun as the first one but yeah i haven't really been put in a position where i'm like super super nervous that's good but also with that said i i if if i know a stunt is coming that i have to that I maybe don't feel as confident about, I will work on it and get to a point where I feel not as nervous about it. So I'm prepared yeah. when I get there. That's good. Do they give you the opportunity to enjoyed working most on then of all the ones you've done? What, what? What's the film you've enjoyed mo- working most on? Uh, you, you know, they're all different. I mean, just Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was really great. I was on it, just as a great crew, it was really great. I just got off Suicide Squad 2. Yeah, uh, filming and it was great great crew a totally different yeah. crew than I ever worked with before and a bunch of Aust- australians and it was it was really really a pleasure to, to oh. work with them so it, it was really fun that's gonna be a good one i'm gonna we'll go go to the cinema and watch that and be like yeah it's gonna ah. be good yeah i think are you able to tell us are you able to tell us one a little spoiler one stunt that we can look you <laughs> yeah. yeah. i just gonna say no Absolutely way not. <laughs> trying to get me never to work again yeah <laughs> fair enough Member of our podcast, mate. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, no, yeah, no, nothing. I got nothing for you. Yeah, fair. <laughs> okay, fine. Personal question then. Margot sure. Robbie, as pretty in person as she is on camera. She's wonderful. She's wonderful. All the, all the, all she's 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 she uh, was one of the most talented people I'd ever seen work. Brilliant. As an actress, physically, that. I've ever seen. Yeah, she, oh. she she was amazing. Everyone's <laughs> always so amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. Wow, that's cool. That's absolutely awesome, that. Wow. So, going back to BMXing for a sec, because obviously you've just said that they don't put you in in stunts where you feel completely uncomfortable. Were there any ever sort of occasions when you were BMXing to start with where you did sort of stunts where you hadn't done enough prep for or you were scared to do? Oh, that's everyone. Yeah? Because I watched a video that said, like, you were talking about the grind loop, which is obviously where the BMX is on like a loop and you come down. And you said that was one of your hardest tricks to do. Yeah, it was just hard because it was scary. It took about 60 or 70 tries. Uh-huh. And I only okay. got around it twice. So, uh, yeah, I mean, everyone was a crash. You knew everyone was a crash. And it was, 
I had to thread my needle, my, my wheel through a four inch pipe, four inch opening. So I was grinding the pegs on both sides. Wow. Any point upside down, if you, when you went into it, you had to have your perfect body position so your wheel never hit. If it touched yeah. the pipe while you're upside down or anywhere, you would just get ejected off. So although it seemed like it's super easy, it was, it was scary. It was gnarly. And the slam, excuse me, the slam on it was really gnarly. I slammed, mm -hmm. I fell out of it. Yeah. And like front flipped out of it. And uh, broke my ribs, cracked my ankle, and knocked wind out of me. And then I just then I wow. did it afterwards, and then slipped out, coming out. But yeah, it was terrible. But yeah, all yeah. those are all the BMX ones. You get as prepared as you can, and then you just sort of send it. You know, um, I was just saying, my friend Plammer always tell me some. Sometimes you just gotta let them dogs hunt. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just gotta. You know, you gotta yeah. let it go. Yeah. You gotta let it go. You gotta. You know. You know it's coming, kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, um, so you're, you know, going, going back to your BMX career as well, it's kind of like, um, do you, because obviously, do you, you don't do all the X Games anything any, anymore, do you? No, I haven't done an X Games since like 2009 or 10 or something. Yeah. Do, you, do you miss those? Do you miss training and the, the intense kind of like? Uh, um, no. No? I miss, I miss seeing all the guys. I miss yeah. showing up to contests and seeing everybody and riding, yeah. riding it and being excited to ride those courses. Yeah. I, I miss I'm I miss being excited to put a run together and actually having it work out. Yeah, yeah. that's that's what that's what I miss. But I don't miss uh, I don't miss the competition part of it yeah. at all. I don't care. Oh, fair enough. That's good. Usually, that's good. Well, not usually, but a lot of the time, that's what makes a lot of people kind of strive to be to be there to be in that. Is like they they're in for the competition and that's it. Yeah, I mean. So. It's also hard too because I, I sort of around 2010 or 11, I sort of let a lot of ego go with that. So it's been a yeah. long time since I put myself in that mindset. So yeah. if you would have asked me in 2010, maybe that would have been a different answer. Yeah. But I don't, I don't really miss. Yeah, I mean, I entered, I entered a contest a few years ago, okay. and it was a, it was a contest in England in Hastings, oh, yeah. um, hey. and. It was it was there was a team a team event and I was part of the legends team, okay. and it was it was great. But I also yeah. didn't have the same pressure on me. I did, I kind of had the things I wanted to do, but I didn't feel like I. If anyone on the team didn't do well, no one cared. Yeah, yeah uh, no one cared. It was more of a fun kind of like. Yeah, yeah, there was eleven or twelve teams, and um, at the end of the weekend, they announced the teams, what place the teams got in order, and we didn't get last. So okay. awesome. like, yes. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, come on. <laughs> we got, I think we got ninth or something, and we yeah. did, we did stuff in our runs that no one, no one else did. So, really? um, and the style of riding that this group of people is different than the style of riding now. So, uh, I mean, it was by far our team was by far the loudest. The place <laughs> bananas for us, but it's because, <laughs> and it wasn't because we weren't riding the best, but they just it didn't matter they just wanted to see us ride because they know it right. i bet that was an amazing thrill years and years and years yeah yeah so but it, nah, was, that's it was definitely fun my body can't really handle it anymore so yeah i was gonna say the trick's harder now like, you, you really yeah, it's not that they're harder i just like I, my knees are bad and like i just spent so many years beating my body up that like i tried to do this trick there and when i crashed my whole back went numb yeah. So I stopped and then yeah. it was fine. Uh, which in any other case, I would have continued to do it until I went to the yeah, hospital. Of but, but later, six months later, four, four months later, my back started having real problems and it's stupid. I had to stop, couldn't work for a year because of it. 
So I can't right. have that sort of stuff happen. It's not right worth the risk, is it? No. No, it's one thing when it's my job and full time job, but it's not. Exactly. It's not now. I got yeah. yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I got I mean, my to take care of, and I just can't be doing that. You know. Yeah. One thing I've noticed as well from um, kind of, I mean, what you hear in the news and seeing these Red Bull and Monster sponsored athletes and stuff, you see people nowadays just absolutely selling ridiculous tricks as well. Like, have you seen a massive change in the style of riding and what people are capable of doing now? Yeah, I mean, bike riding is at a very weird point because you have all these contest guys that are like, uh, they almost look like gymnasts. Mm. Okay. They all look exactly the same, which is really weird to me. There's no like differential in style Mm. and they all train into the foam and that's a very specific and all that stuff is insane. I don't personally enjoy watching it as much, even though I can really appreciate how hard it is. Then there's a group of guys that ride street that is like uh, super tech and little, like almost like skateboarding. Yeah, yeah, again i can really really appreciate some of it but some of it i'm just like it doesn't interest me so then there's a group that sort of rides everything and sort of goes for it and that's the kind of group that i really like to watch but mm. i mean i said it now i've said it before like if i had to become a professional bike rider now i i wouldn't i wouldn't become one so wow of all, of all the things you've done then with such an interesting career where's like your favorite place to visit because obviously you say you're in the uk a lot because your sponsors from hastings yeah where's the favorite place you visit uh i i mean i've been to 62 or 63 countries wow uh but i've been out of the country like about 200 times like you know i've been to england 36 times or something yeah, yeah, yeah. germany 15 times on that but i'd say my favorite place is new zealand maybe yeah, right. my New Zealand, probably most. I've been there every time, probably three months of my life there. Uh, I would say there. I mean, home is always good, yeah. but I would say New Zealand probably. It's funny yeah, you should say New Zealand because one of the aims when we first started this podcast was to take these two to New Zealand and do an episode. Oh yeah, because yeah. it's my favorite country on the planet as well. It's such a beautiful. Yes, yeah, I've been. Really I need to go. No, definitely. I've been and it's just beautiful. It's it's great. It's now my favorite place. It's just wonderful. yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's um yeah, it's, I can't even. It's, it's it's the best place on the planet. Yeah, you yeah, see I'm it now with the virus, just, how they're doing so well, aren't they? They're just a yeah. big country. They look after everyone, don't they? It's so good. Just touching on um, enjoyability again, then. So what? I mean, two things. One, what stunt? linked to you know because you seem like you do things that you really enjoy what stunt has been a stunt that you've kind of enjoyed the most that either looked the best when you saw it on camera or felt okay. awesome or, or or movies say that again in bikes or movies both i mean bike is hard because it that constantly changes on what i'm into mm. feels rad you know like there's a photo that i may have thought was super rad before but now i look at it i'm like yeah yeah. maybe it wasn't as good yeah. as i thought yeah. uh there's a there's a there's a sort of an iconic photo of me grinding over a swing set that's really okay. that's really good um if you, if you google my name and swing set it would probably come up okay um there's that there's you know i, I it's hard it's hard to tell I me mean, to be honest with you i just shot a photo i just shot a photo it's the last photo i put up on instagram and i'm in a pool oh, so that, yeah, and i'm pole, just yeah. doing like a one footer yeah but yeah. everything about the photo i love yeah, I love yeah. those. That's an old school trick. I've got these like old classic airwalks on from the early '90s. I've got this open face helmet from the early '90s, and sure. it just it sort of resonated me with a certain feeling that I think that I remember when I was a kid when I started riding. That that's what yeah. I looked up to it out of my wall. So I think that felt really rad to me right now. 
But I, I don't know if there's a specific trick. And, and movie-wise, stunt-wise, I don't know. Uh, there's, a, there's, I, I die in that movie Mall Cop, and I really kind of, it's a really sort of good death. I kind of sit there and get hit by a scuba tank that goes flying across the room, <laughs> and I sort of get like, flip sideways and I get folded like a pancake, but yeah, I remember, uh, and it's hard to see it on there, but I remember how much I actually got wrecked on that. And so I kind of <laughs> like that. And then Suicide Squad has some stuff that, I, that I'm, I'm excited about. I'm excited to see how it looks. Oh, nice, nice. nice. Well, I look forward to that. And I've got to I'm say, in, your Instagram is one of the most underrated pages out there. You need to go and check oh. out people that make <laughs> yeah, right. it. Yeah. It feels it feels boring. Like I look, if I, if I scroll back a few years, I'm like, man, I used to have a really interesting life. And now I'm like, I don't feel like I'm doing anything. It's but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wish, I wish more people saw it. Uh, Instagram has made it. So I, I mean, three, four years ago with 30 or 40,000 less followers, I would get three or four times the amount of. Yeah. Uh, the algorithm is terrible. Isn't uh, it? Yeah. Uh, of, of stuff. Now it's like, I got to like struggle for anyone to see it. Yeah. yeah it's hard. Isn't it? It's really right. bad. I've got, I've got one question that I asked, well, I'm going to ask, I guess, and I've asked, I guess, previously. Yeah. It's, it's um, what's the best piece of advice you've been given throughout your career? Best piece of advice I've been given? I mean, I don't know what the best piece of advice I've been given, but I can give you the best piece of advice. That's, that's yeah, that's nice. That's a good <laughs> one. Uh, find out how to get good at one thing. Don't worry about being good at all these things. Just yeah. find, just really find something you like and learn how to get good at it. And then you can get good at anything because you know what it will take to get good at something. Mm. A lot of people will try something like, oh, I'm no good at it. And you're like, well, you haven't yeah. even started to scratch the surface of trying to get good at yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. They don't realize what it takes to get good at something. I think mm. that's probably the best piece of advice I could yeah. give. I was told something once with stunts and they said, look, when they say action, sell it whatever you're doing sell whatever you're doing because this is your moment it's yeah. the only thing you have so that was a big one too because sometimes you don't want to hit the ground sometimes mm -hmm. you're like god this is going to really suck i just don't feel like mm -hmm. flipping onto my back from over here yeah. Yeah. and but you know what that's what you're there for do your job yeah you know, and the other, other piece of advice i got a bunch of them actually look at me <laughs> uh, <laughs> i think is uh show up on time yeah, yeah. Show up okay. on time and be uh, proactive and helpful. Yeah. I've gotten more jobs and repeat jobs because I show up on time. Yeah. Every time. People who like think it's cool to show up late or don't think it matters. I, I think, I think there's, a, there's, a, there's a saying, uh, the same like 10 minutes, if you're on time, 10 minutes. Yeah. Same for like yeah. crew as well. I've yeah. that one before as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, uh, yeah. yeah no, that's some really, really good advice. And, to be honest, I think um, we, we end most, most of our podcasts with one last question, yeah. and I think it's a good place to, to kind of lead on to that, is in five years' time, where would be your ideal situation? Where, where do you see yourself in five years' time from this point? Um, ideal. Ideal. Uh, besides on a beach somewhere getting my toes licked by beautiful women. We're all for that. You know, I, in five years, I would really love to be living in – a home that was sort of close to woods, like a lot more green. Yeah. And nice. uh, my daughter being really happy. Like whatever we're doing, as long as she feel, I feel like she's in a really healthy and happy environment, wherever, wherever, however hard I have to work for it, I would be, uh, that would be the best case scenario for me. That's nice. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's, that's brilliant. brilliant. That's a great yeah. way to, to wrap that up. 
which is uh, thank you very much mike oh thanks for having me guys i appreciate it yeah really appreciate that and um yeah guys go check out his instagram such an underrated instagram and yeah, it was an absolute pleasure to have you uh, on on our channel yeah thank you guys for having me i appreciate it thank You're you welcome. have a great pandemic <laughs> <laughs> cheers mate uh, cheers. See ya. See you guys.